Here come you, boy. This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is The Reef. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the never-rusty, never-underestimated, super-squid-loving, walking-around, earning, learning, burning, turning, yearning for some respite, Mr. Justin Waddell. How's it going, King? Oh, man, thanks for asking. It's going okay, you know? Just storming off the weekend into the week. Can't wait for that work week to start. How about yourself? Same boat, dog. Weekends are too short. I think uh, I think they've got it right down in Italy. Yeah, what do they do down there? Four-hour workdays or something? Communist nation. <laughs> no? No. I don't know. They're just lazy as fuck. I don't even know mm. how. I, I, I've never seen an Italian work there, right? I've never been there, but I've never seen an Italian work there. You've been to Italy, huh? No, I think they just... Don't they just pedal around in canals and sip espresso and get super hot and dye their hair blonde even though they're not built for it? I don't know. I mean... I, I, do they take a long lunch? I, I haven't been there either, you know? I'd like to go. Anywhere, you know, outside of the U.S. at this point is looking pretty attractive to visit. Permanently, possibly. Where would the, you move? The world's a fold of shit. I mean, <laughs> where would you no mo- matter where you where, go, you're, you're, you're flat out. Where fucked. would you move if you could? Like, if you if you had, you know, any... If, where, I, had, where, if I had yeah. intercourse money? Like, if I give had me your final, with you money? Yeah, give me your final destination. Your wish, uh, your wish destination. It would be the sea. It would be somewhere very close or in the sea. And you'd like to live on the sea. I mean, not necessarily. You know, if money was uh, not an obj, I'd have the superboat. Mm. Superboat, live at sea, dock when I need. You know, I was. I don't know if I talked about this on here, but when I was at Atlantis, the casino, mm-hmm. I would go out in the morning. There was this harbor attached to the casino, and there's and you'd I'd walk out and I'd see these people have their yachts docked up against you know, on the strip there, and I would see them sitting in their yacht, sipping coffee, watching TV, reading the paper. I've It was the most jealous I've ever been of another person. Well, they were just doing what you normally do, but you do it on land. You just want to do that on sea? At the sea? Yeah, but oh, they, were, on, they on. were reading the paper in advance of going snorkeling or going out you. to infriend, you know, to befriend a dolphin or to go mm-hmm. gamble their night away forever. These people yeah. have no work. They have no lawn to mow. You know, they just right. get to exist and, and enjoy uh, the bountiful gifts that uh, the Xenos and the Grey Aliens have provided for us. <laughs> so you'd like to float. Is, that's your that's your destination, floating, preferably in a vessel somewhere. I'd like to be an untethered soul. But honestly, I, I love my friends and my folks so much, I'd, I'd, I'd right. have to work something out. I'd have to be rich enough to give them two or three week sabbaticals to come hang, you know, or, or the option of 
joining me on this adventure. I'd have a big enough boat to where we could coexist, you know? Like, are you talking about the the boat, like the boat sizes, uh, and and what was that movie we watched, 2015 with John Cusack? What was that movie called? Oh, no, not that big. 2012? Is 2012? Yeah. I was I watching mean, the pilot episode of Loot, and yeah. uh, the boat that he gives her at the beginning of that would suffice. Is that the Maya Rudolph show? Yeah. What'd you think? I just started. I mean, I'm, I'm 15 minutes into it. And? It's fine. I mean, it's. I, I just. I had a 15 minute window to kill, and I was like, "Well, let's do the best." Let's fire a uh, loot. I haven't seen it yet. I am a huge Maya Rudolph fan, though. Because of course you are. She's well. She's. I think she's top three best SNL members of all time. Top three, maybe top two. You batshit. <laughs> she is a talent. I mean, Paul Thomas thinks so, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't she swapping s- stories with him at night? Yeah, they have plenty of children. I, you know, they're together. I, here's the thing about she, he lucky. Okay, she, she lucky. Maybe he seemed like a nice guy. Who? Okay, you've told me who is who's, who else is in your top three. I gotta know. I don't know. I I, I don't ever you know Bill Murray in there probably. I have to there? really think. I don't know. I'm Tim Meadows. Do I'm not doing this. Charles I mean, Rocket. <laughs> Charles Rocket was on SNL for a while and got fired for saying the f word. We've probably talked about this before. Same season that Julia Louis-Dreyfus was on, I believe. I don't watch SNL at all, although I do know a guy that writes for it, which is kind of cool, but I don't follow it, but I think every single thing I've seen Kate McKinnon in tells me she's top one or top two. McKinnon's amazing. That's the thing. There's so many people that are good that come from that show. I can't I can't do a top three, but I put Maya Rudolph in there for sure. I never mind. She's, maybe she's in top 19. Who's the most overrated? About it. Who's the most overrated? SNL? Yeah. I don't know. But who would you say? You don't watch it, though. Eddie Murphy. Oh, please. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's not. He, no, he's every, his away from SNL stuff's amazing. Some of his SNL stuff was good, but on the show, oh my he was God. fine. Don't say that. I mean, that's the thing. I he's one of the it. best. I'm one of the best. My, okay. That guy was that guy was insane. When he, when he was on SNL, he was, it was insane. Like, he was... I don't, why are we talking about this? We're talking about a shark movie to talk about. But he, he just, like, there was... Nobody that had that kind of batting average on that show when they're on that show like he did. Yeah, but he had he a was, batting he average a, on a minor a, league team. He was a unique figure. Yeah. In the history of SNL, I'd say. Maybe one of the maybe the greatest to ever be on that show. I want you to realize the more we talk about his tenure on SNL, mm-hmm. the less time we spent. I know. I know. I'm right. sorry. It's a boring discussion because I'm just going to get emotional about SNL. That's a sad thing, right? What um, is it? It's like 50 years, right, this year, next year? I, mean, I don't know. It's a long time, yeah. Number one, David Spade. Was he on there? <laughs> I, I do love Spade, I have to say. Um, all right, so um, what else is happening before we dive in? Dive in, nice. To our seventh shark film that we've done in a row? Yeah. This is the seventh one? Or is this the sixth? Seventh? Uh, it makes me sad that you're starting to feel wear and tear. I will say they are stressful movies to watch. Wait, is this, what is, what number is this? Seven, four Jaws, one Shallows, and one, uh, oh no, this is six. Is it? Wait a minute. No, we had to, what do we, we came right out swinging with something. Oh, fuck. This is six, isn't it? Oh, fuck. Is it six? Shit, you got me all sweating. We did Shallows. Was that our first non-Jaws movie? I hope it wasn't. We did the Meg. We did the Meg. Oh, shit, Nick, that means we're going to have to do. (laughs) Well, we did the Meg. We're going to have to do nine of these things, then. Why? Well, okay, so... I know that August, the last day of August is a Wednesday. We're going to cheat. 
we're not doing a ninth jaw uh, shark movie no no the, we're it's coming out on thursday i think that week we're not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it to you let's do west side story okay let's dial up the reef two then west side story Get just come just came out reef two right it came out this year called uh reef two like paddle boarding or something what what's the subtitle do you remember it's oh like, no it's called stock reef two stocked or something because the shocks the shark is uh, stalking them Unlike every single other shark movie. And it's weird because it, in the preview they show the sh- shark stalking them and then it quickly masturbates and swims away after it gets its fill. Okay. Super weird. Not weird. <laughs> it's a stalker, man. Little little bit about me. When I was a kid, I would call taking a crap shark maneuvers. Why did you abandon that phrase? It's incredible. I just told my parents, I'm going to go do some shark maneuvers. I used to oh, say that. They must have been thrilled that you said that. Why? Right. Does it have to make sense? Have you met me? Guys, it's a movie microscope. The show where we zoom in. We weaken the joints of the humongous. We shake the laundry until it's dizzy. We tuck the geosphere tightly in. Find the weak spots in the barn. Decompose at will. Get a dangerous tan. Mix it up like emerald. We square up against a hormone. Take the warmonger to breakfast. Watch a movie through destroyed. Weak-ass interpretation eyes. Government eyes with micro-sized thinkers inside. And pull the movie through there and scrim it out. See what's going on. Share what makes for break with the likes of you, the listeners. If we were talking about Morvan Caller, we talk about a scene where our leading lady finds out to her chagrin that her real name is Morvan Jones. <sighs> she gets all distressed, thinking, I ain't so special. Talk about the little moments, folks. Her and name what? is Morvan Caller in that movie. <laughs> it is not. It is abs- Her name, the movie is her name. Her name her is last- Morver- Merv- Morvan Caller. That's her name for real? Oh, you're right. It is. That is, I never knew that that was about her. Uh, that was her name. Is that Samantha Morton? Morton in this. Morton, like, what? She kind of, remember, she, was she, like, super picky about projects? Like, kind of like Jason Patrick for a while? Looks nothing like her dad, Joe. And uh, now she's showing up on, like, The Walking Dead and stuff, right? There's that new show now, right? Tales of? Yeah, which I think she's on. <sighs> Tales of the Walking Dead is just, like, what, an anthology series, I imagine. Right. I don't know much about it. I I feel like The Walking Dead. I, I, you know what I saw a clip of today was. Hold on, let me let me press the hot take incoming button. I saw a clip of um, your boy uh, Bernthal, Johnny B, has a show where he goes. You know, he's like got a traveling podcast almost, like a video cast, and he interviewed Sarah Marie Callis. Or she was on The Walking Dead for one or two seasons and got killed off. They were talking about Darabont getting fired and how sad that made them and how mad that made them. Anyway, I, I just I thought of you a little bit. The reason I watched this because I couldn't believe Bernthal was out there with the traveling micro. He's taking his dog around, wearing his like you know trendy hat, like knit cap, and interviewing people. Only the best. Johnny B is going to be in that American Gigolo show. Are you going to fire that it up? It blows my mind that he is. Uh, you go from gear to him. That's a stretch. I don't know. I think I think he's an attractive guy, and he's got a he's got a he's a well cut dude. So that's what you got to take your shirt off. That's what a requirement for that. The movie, right? I was listening to him on a podcast somewhere recently. He was talking about his, his he had done a 21 and Me or whatever it's called, 23 and Me. What is it called, 23 and Me? Uh, the genealogy thing, yeah. yeah. Something like that. And he found out that he was from a very ancient strain of humans that have been around since the Ice Age. Oh, yeah? And his name comes from his descendants were the cremators of the cavemen. That's how he got his name. <laughs> it's pretty cool to... Just do a blood test and get that info out. <laughs> I think I saw the 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 this the 
Yeah, yeah, and the videos on YouTube, they have like a freeze frame, right? And he was sobbing because he, he had found that information out. It just really moved him. Yeah. He used to cremate the caveman, huh? Yeah. That's where I... It's a weird thing to do. <laughs> hard to d- it's a hard job. That's, a, that's Yemen's work during an ice age. So what are we doing today, Ball? What movie? I don't know. Did you watch this one? I did. It's called The Reef. I got a, a, a nice little chud tie into this movie. Oh, God. The director of this movie is named... I don't, Andrew I, there's no, Taraki? Let's say Andrew Taraki. The director of Blackwater, which I reviewed for the chud site way back when. And did a bunch of screen captions that you liked. And then you, you remember we talked before, you did an illustration, Crocodile vs. Alligator. Yeah, and you found it, like, pretty recently. Oh, two years ago, probably. You refound it. Anyway, he did this movie called Blackwater. The movie of that is, uh, it's about these three, <laughs> these people that get trapped in a swamp in Australia. And they get set upon by a killer, killer crocodile. And they try to hang out in a tree and stay up in a tree so the crocodile won't eat them. Huh. And it don't work. That sort of rings uh, a little, little bell. Re- little refish, huh? Yeah. This guy is, I think he's got a, a certain type of movie. If you look, he's he has these uh, stranded downer, you know, survival films. So Darkwater's like the new speed. He pitched his investors. It's dark It's dark water in the sea. Right, exactly. So yeah, The Reef, what, what, do you, what did you know about this film before we Zero, watched it? Zero things. We actually pivoted because we had some other choices and there was a sort of groundswell of support for this movie out there. This movie gets good reviews. I think if you go the list of shark films that people will like say are great or good, Jaws is on there, Shallows, and then, you know, there's a couple other that people speak highly of, and this is one of them. I was looking at that article you're talking about, and the, the article suggested by A. Trocky one at CompuServe. <laughs> this movie is depressing. And, you know, we, we were going to do Open Water, and that movie, I remember it being quite depressing as well. But we figured that it might be easier to zoom on uh, in on this film because there's more people that get shredded. Open there's, Water just has two. There's more daylight in this, and I believe you actually see the shark in this. I don't remember if you see a shark mm-hmm. in Open Water. Oh, really? I, I remember. I know that you see the results of a shark in Open Water. I don't remember if you see the fella. Uh, I know the guy. Does the guy get killed and then the, the woman drowns herself? She gives up. She pulls a Padme. So who's in this movie, Nick? Uh, we got Zoe Naylor. Got Kieran Darcy Smith, got Damian Wash Howling, and yep. uh, Guyton Grantley. Yep, man. Adrian Pickering and sharks. It's the sharks. Don't forget those. Yeah. So the what's the premise of this movie is this guy named Luke. You know he what he he boats stuff around. Yes. And he's and he invites his friend to come on a boating expedition. His friends to come on a boating expedition with him, and they fly in. And there's three of them, and one of them is his on again, off again girlfriend. They're having a little bit of a timeout from the relationship, and Luke looks desperately sad and excited when he sees her. You know, and there's just a little bit of like tiptoeing around at first to each other. Can I zoom in. Yeah. They take another timeout. <sighs> At the end of the movie, the relationship status is clearly decided for them by Mother Nature and the Earth at large and the universe. Um, it's complicated. And then he, the shark bites Luke in half and then presents a ring to Kate. It's a very strange <laughs> ending. They roll into this airport. They don't spend much time, too much time before they get on the water, but do you, what does happen? 
do you know do you remember the beginning at all yeah they go shopping they do they're looking for spark plugs i believe there's kind of a reference to jaws here there's a wall of shark jaws or shark teeth do you notice anything in this store that you wanted to point out before we move on any no, cereal no nope, i didn't see anything really but the movie does begin with under an underwater shot he, he went there nick andrew went there mm-hmm. <laughs> when in doubt start your shark movie off with a pov you know underwater shark shot from the shark's perspective you don't know where that's from the shark's perspective. I think it probably is, looking up at the surface, saying, where are the dangling legs that I want to feast on? I don't see any today. I'm going back to sleep in my shark bed. I'm going to drift off. When I wake up, I hope that I see some danglies. See, sharks don't sleep. they got to keep moving. That's the thing about being a shark. Gotta, that's not true. Gotta, when I when I uh, read, I was reading about shark trivia, they actually sleep uh, on the seabed floor upside down. They sleep on their backs. With the fin? <laughs> just the fin yeah. touching the floor. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They do, yeah, and it's real and how comfortable. They, how they know to wake up is when their piss stream hits them. <laughs> now, I told you I watched something recently with this woman named, I think her name was Ocean Reynolds. She's like a marine biologist. Her first name is Ocean, which leads to me to believe she either changed her name or her parents damned her to a marine biologist's fate. And um, she was swimming with a great white shark, and they... She was saying, and it was very peaceful. You know, she's very emotional about sharks and doesn't like how they're represented, obviously, in pop culture. But they kept calling this shark a grandma shark because the shark was 50 years old. And I thought that was, if anything I ever heard that made me like a shark, it's calling it a grandma shark. That's pretty cute. It was because it was offering her hard candies and the seabed was covered in plastic to avoid stains. (laughs) I believe at the start of our... Or I did talk about an old shark, and do you remember? Like I think I did talk about like it, it had like we've a walker. never we've never said anything new on this show. No, 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 <laughs> no. But I'm just saying that I did. That was my character or something. I had I had some kind of connection to a, a shark with a white wig, and so I heard Grandma Shark a couple weeks later. Anyway, look, I think her last name is Reynolds. I know her first name's Ocean. It's hard to Google her if you don't know her last name. Marine biologist Ocean. Is she was she pretty? Yeah, she looked like a surfer, kind of. So there's a chance she can hook up with Billy, maybe, and make the name perfect. <laughs> is Billy picky? Well, no, but I don't know Billy Ocean. I don't. Is he out there? How is this COVID? Do you know? <laughs> Probably shitty. Is he still performing? Uh, do you even need to use the internet? Of course, he's still out there. It's a great he's last got, name. He's got three songs to share with everybody always. So you're saying you suggested that they get married? She'd so be she, Ocean Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> So the first bit of trivia that this is the most insane thing. I'm looking. I look at Billy Ocean, and the, one of the questions is, "Does Billy Ocean have three lungs?" That's the first one. <laughs> and it says Billy Ocean has a third, albeit small, extra lung. He's got an extra lung, Nick. Did you know pipes. this? I did. Of course, I didn't know this. But that's where they came up with Aqua Lung. Got a third lung in this (laughs) what (laughs) this is why we it's why we're here wait did billy ocean is he did he drown no he's just holding his breath for 40 minutes underwater he can billy ocean that 
His last name's o- did Wait, is that it's not his real last? I mean, he changed his name. What was his? his no, he, he changed it legally because he got a lot of C's in high school. <sighs> Leslie Sebastian Charles. Well, that's that's his. Yeah. A name for each lung. <laughs> Something you want to keep private. But did you scroll down? Nine testicles. <laughs> Man, COVID had his number. He's in, his, he's, in, he's in the incubator at the hospital, and God's finger comes down and touches him. You deserve more. <laughs> the next um, incubator, Mrs. Is one Mrs. lung Ocean. Charles. <laughs> Mrs. Ocean. Says Ocean, your son's got an extra lung, huh? Got an extra lung. Well, oh my God, she starts crying. What? It, what does it mean? She's like, I, I think it's not that much of a problem, actually. He'll probably have some hits. It's in his hair, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the reef. So, what's the name of the boat? Oh God, I don't think I. I, I know what they're calling the boat, but I don't, I don't know the name of it. It's the boomerang. The boomerang, that's a great, I didn't know. What I liked about it, they kept, the guy kept apologizing for the boat, and he said it was a bit scruffy, which is, a, you know, probably an Australian-ism, but I liked it. It's a bit scruffy. It makes the boat sound cute. And the cute the cute boat doesn't um, last very long. The boat it's gets a weak ass boat. kicked. <laughs> and, then it to- and then it topples everybody into uh, the final their final resting places, basically. But anyway, they soon go on this boat, and, it's, and there's, a, there's a guy named Warren... That's the kind of the captain of the ship, right? Is that, is my that favorite, what he does? My favorite. Warren? Yeah, I love that guy. Do you recognize him? Not really, but I like him. I, he's, I love him a lot. I do too. He uh, looks like a little bit, he's got a little Guy Pierce-ish look, like a weathered. Small, small, small eyes. Closely mm-hmm. set, yeah. It's an Australian movie, and it takes place in Australia, which is great because that's where sharks enjoy the most time. And this movie, by the way, we're going to be kidding around about, but this movie is based on a real story, like a true story, just as Blackwater was. I guess this guy mines the depths of reality for these. And then who had a bad night? And then he uh, takes those stories and exploits the shit out of them and makes them uh, awful. But he, uh, yeah, this is a a true story of, I guess, three people that were uh, shipwrecked, and two of them were killed by a shark, and the, uh, one of them survived. Three people? Yeah, they added some extra oh. for this one. These, uh, And I like the fact that they did not cast this with perfect-looking people. I mean, they're they're attractive enough, mm-hmm. but they look like people. It doesn't feel like your normal, like, teens go out looking sweet and then getting out, getting outed by the shark. Yeah, you're saying that the, the, the characters in this are a little bit older. Is that what you mean? Is that a long way of saying that? Not really. They're in their that late, late 30s, early 40s, maybe, in this? Maybe younger. I'd say probably high 20s. Maybe mid-30s. But they're not teens. You're right. And, you know, I've seen it. I've been watching a lot of um, trailers for shark films to kind of see which one. i got to prepare myself for this last one. I'm getting getting seasick, Nick. But, yeah, they, there's a lot of them that the teens are out in the water. And the shark sharks come a-biting. Yeah. I still think maybe we should do Shark Night. Shark TBD. I mean, let's surprise the listeners. I mean, Shark Night's got a pretty good premise. A serial killer with sharks. You know? I didn't see it. Maybe I didn't see it either then. So, they go on this beautiful boat, and they They go on an excursion. Before they go on an excursion, do you know, she gives... So, Kate, 
the ex-girlfriend of Luke here. Or not ex, but, you know, we don't know what's going on. It's The relationship status is murky. She gives him a present, Nick. Yeah. A wrapped gift. And yeah. what, what is it? Sausage or a... She wraps a sausage, hands it to him, and says, and this is, I thought, was really, you know, interesting. She said, this is the last gift you'll ever get. <laughs> Please enjoy. She should have given him that sausage and then a copy of The Jungle by Upton Sinclair. It said, eat it first. <laughs> It's yeah. a, it was shocking to me to see uh, an, uh, someone unwrap a, a gigantic sausage in this movie, and then these characters are kind of horny for each other. So you're kind of wondering, is it? Was she making a little sexual innuendo? Slipping the sausage. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an inside joke we're never shared with. No, you have to. You, your mind has to got to go crazy thinking. That's where I was left after this movie. I was like, what was that sausage about? Um, I thought it would be great if it showed up later in the wreckage. Mm-hmm. I'm starving. Bloop. Close to the surface, little s- tightly packed treat. That's right. The sausage did. They didn't remove it from the wreckage of the ship. Anyway, so go ahead. I interrupted you. No, no. So they quickly. This movie moves along at a rather brisk pace. It's a, a whip tail, like an hour and twenty one minutes, I believe. They go to the on this excursion. And of course, it's a shark movie called The Reef. You know, shit's going down. So every time they touch total water, you're like, when is it going to happen? Right. And the first thing they do is they have a little excursion to an island. And they zoop off to this island. They snorkel, hold hands. And well, then and the, then yeah. our boy, our boy Luke. Obviously, he's got deep feelings for this girl. You could tell. Mm-hmm. And she goes off into the jungle, follows right. her in there, and they have a moment together. They start kissing. Yeah, they start grabbing on each other, and they're kind of making out. And he does a hesitation. He was he like pulls back. She says, "What's wrong? I thought we were gonna grind it in the sand." And he says, "What?" is going on between us what's the status no no but he's he gets way presumptuous yeah, she gives him mean? one kiss and he stops and he goes is it sex or something else well he knows where it's headed he doesn't know where it's headed i mean she's all about heading that way but she doesn't want it she just wants to get physical she doesn't want to talk about the drama that they have otherwise are they gonna get married are they gonna be together for a long time are they gonna live in the same place you know is he gonna get she, eaten she by just, a shark she just wants to get hot and heavy and on this island and then you know go back to the ship there's this weird thing i thought there was something she was hiding and there's at the after the boat sinks she doesn't want to go in the water and i'm thinking is she pregnant is that what she's afraid to say i didn't know what but they made it seem as if there was something she was hiding what she was hiding apparently was that she was the only survivor (laughs) she was just scared i think that's what she's hesitant to go into the water because what i love about my main man warren on this movie is he's the most scared and he keeps naysaying everything that the one guy, Luke is trying to present as an option whenever things go south. And my man's like, we're going to die. He's like Bill Paxton in this movie from Aliens a little bit. Doesn't believe they're going to survive. He's right. Both of them. Bill Paxton was right as well. Yeah, so they, they no, sex is, no sex is had on the island, Nick. I mean, not by them. Nobody gets that. There was not, some, something was fucking on that island. You think so? No doubt. No doubt. Coconut crabs given the old rail. Maybe. <laughs> And they head back to the ship, kind of hang dog in it. What what happens? They it, this all leads to like the ship capsizing basically. Well, but what's great is so the next day. Oh, they, they apologi- can't get the ship started at first. They apologize. That, yeah. Well, f- well, originally because the, the tide has come in and they have to get out, and, and they right. think that what's going to happen is they're going to get stranded there, and then the sharks are going to go to Haywire Town. Yeah. But they get out. Everything's fine. First cock block. But what they do tell you is that the life raft is is ruined in the mm-hmm. process. So that that's that goes out of the picture. But the next morning, they apologize to one another, 
It's a sweet Maybe. little moment. You're like, this is a, this is kind of neat. And he says, let me go get you some brekkie, which I which love. Which I love. Yeah, I love yeah, it too. too. He goes down and abruptly the film says, fuck you, audience. I mean, yeah. he's just minding his own business. All of a sudden, everything's underwater and things are everywhere wrong. So, yeah, he's he's uh, trying to... He grabs some a snack called... Um, Nobbies? Oh no, that's what he does later. But anyway, he's looking around. He's you know about to you know he's opening cabinets, and then the ship bloops around, and everything's upside down, and people are in the water, and they and everybody's okay. They're kind of you know there's the ship is all like kind of half sunk, and they can't find their one friend. Man, he's he's trapped in a room in there, and they get him eventually. So everybody gets on on top of this capsized ship. They show a few shots of it getting scraped by the reef, so you see that mm-hmm. it hits a low. Right. Hanging fruit and broke out, but every, that that happened so fast, and it made me think. I always wanted to own a boat. I love boats; it's my favorite place, as mentioned earlier in the show. But it makes me think: you need, if you can afford one boat, you need to afford three boats, right? In case one this happens, you know. It's, did you find it odd that the ship just is all of a sudden upside down? Yeah, and you said it was half. I mean, it's five fourths underwater. Yeah, it's just it's. But I mean, what did it, I know it scraped something? But then it, what did it just do? Like a did that thing roundhouse it and send a <laughs> feet first up in the air? Like what? It got dog shitted somehow. They certainly don't show it to us. It's just upside down. Ain't good. Mm-mm. And then Luke is like, he's like, don't worry, guys. I'll go get snacks. And the waterlogged area and supplies and he keeps jumping in the water. And then that's when Warren starts to freak out. He's like, there's sharks around. Be quick about it. And they do a lot of camera tricks because they know you're expecting a shark, so they they kind of give you uh, make you worried for Luke's safety here. Well, you're very generous that they like you call them camera tricks, but yeah, he's underneath the, music camera and music tricks. He's he's below the decks and mm-hmm. he's in a tight tight space looking through cabinets. And every time he opens a cabinet, they build the suspense as if a shark's going to come out. Right, they do, and it cabinet. worked. It worked for me. He grabbed well, he grabs a snack called Nobbies. Have you heard of the snack? It was in a, yeah, it was in Harry Potter, right? He grabs a under he grabs a kitchen knife, which they never use on the shark. I thought at some point that knife would come back out. He I think he grabs like a some kind of flare shit. Like he he he's doing he's doing all the work. Everybody else is up top. He keeps hearing like people jumping around or these weird noises, and that was effective. I thought for me, I was nervous for him. And then he goes and he, up and he's like, "What's happening?" He goes, "We're scared shitless." You know, there's no, they, keep, they have they no keep, evidence. They keep thinking they see something in the water. I, get, I zoom in. There's there's stuff in the water. You know, they soon make a plan that they're gonna just have to swim for it. They're because because they they can't see any land around them. But Luke knows that there's kind of islands out of eyesight, like out of the eye, you know, eye line or whatever. Twelve miles. It's a while. He's like, if we can swim for it. That's probably a better chance than just staying here because no one's gonna come find us. Warren, at the at the same time, he's he's like, I think I'm gonna stay here because I ain't getting in the water because I'm scared of sharks. That's what Warren says. And he lives in Australia and he's a fisherman and he's mm-hmm. afraid to go in the water. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they should have been, you know, this guy might have an, be sort of an authority on this subject. So they start to the one. Have woman, you swum 12 miles in your entire life? Yeah, I. Oh, don't you're on the know. swim team. Yeah, I, sw- I mean, yes. And we, we and one time we swam a lot. Every year we'd swim like I don't know. We'd swim like a hundred. You know, I don't know how many hundreds we would swim for the new year, and it was a but lot. I don't know how many miles that is. To but. me, what, that's where I that's where I resigned to my fate. When I hear we got to swim twelve miles in the open water or sit on this floating thing that may not float forever, but it, we don't know. I'm taking my well, chance with that floating thing. You'd stay no, on a ship, right? There's no way I'm going out into twelve miles. Worst case, worst case. You know what I do? 
Hmm. I build an air pocket, man, in that yeah. in that wreckage. I go down there and I, I build an air bubble. I live well, in it. I think one of the reasons they leave is because they think the, the ship's going to keep sinking. Oh, they think that. And War- <laughs> Warren is just like, oh, he'll take his chances. And Warren lived. So, that I mean, obviously everything's good. He gets a, he gets a sad credit at the end. <laughs> Never found him. And I love it. Luke says there might be sharks. When he when he's trying to sell them on the swim, yeah, there might be sharks in Australia. Shark Central. My man is uh, Warren is cousin. Worry bottom side. You know what I'm saying? Like he just he keeps like everybody's trying to formulate a plan, and the like the woman puts on like a like a what is like a scuba suit, and he's like that makes you look like a seal, and sharks love seals. And that, that makes that makes you look like the lead singer of Living Color. You got to get out of that. And so you know. He just keeps bad mouthing the plan, and Luke kind of gets mad at him, but he convinces everybody but Kate to go. Kate says, "I'm staying with Warren. I ain't getting in that water." Her instincts are correct, and so Luke was like, "See, you, honey," and they all jump into the water with these uh, broken half kickboards, mm-hmm. unprepared, but they're going to swim together towards nothing. Basically, he he says, "If you look at your watch this way, with the the sun this way, mm-hmm. everything's great." They they make it a little. F- a little ways away, and Kate goes, wait, I'm coming. She changes her mind. It's because Warren, like, under his breast says, we're going to fuck. <laughs> well, like, here's the thing. She sees, she waits for them to swim for about 10 minutes. She sees that they're not bitten in half by a shark yet. And she's like, all right, I'll try it now that you guys already took the risk. You think that's what she did? I mean, it seems like maybe she was, it was the, they were the trial balloon or whatever, right? That sucks, man. What a what a friend. I found myself kind of liking this movie. During Why? This. I mean, I don't dislike it. It just it's, it's competent. So, the acting is competent. A... It's made competently. There's nothing. It doesn't feel exploitive at all. And I got kind of got lulled in a little bit into caring about what happened to folks for a oh, while. Oh yeah. I don't want to see anybody getting killed. Like that's what I don't like. That's and this movie is such a downer. Not for the shark. Wait, you and and the uh, and the. Yeah, that, I thought the acting these these actors were were good. Yeah. I will say this. I agree with you. We finally have done a movie mm-hmm. during July and, and August where the shark receives zero hit point damage. Doesn't get a, a lick of damage. <laughs> I don't think it even. Yeah, it doesn't get scratched. They don't hurt it at all. And in fact, I take it back. He might have got a. He might have got a cavity. He might have got a cavity towards the end. Indigestion. Yeah. From Matt's leg. Diarrhea, but, maybe. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, and also the shark, photogenic as fuck, does a great job without any scary, you know, breathing. It doesn't have a Darth Vader voice. doesn't have, mm-hmm. it swims just, just far enough away to look like it's minding its own business. Right. And just close enough for you to shit your pants in the water. Now, this is a real shark, right? They, there's no CGI in this. These are real the real sharks they captured. And this was actually a shark actor, right? Like a trained shark actor. Yes. That's why he got such professional close-ups. Knew, knew, knew the difference between cut and action and, and actually cut. You know, it, this, it's the same as the... Who was the who was the guy that trained the bear? My guy? Yeah. No, not your guy. The, the guy. Remember the bear, the, act, the big bear actor? I don't remember the... You mean Bart. I don't remember Bart. who trained Bart. We talked about him a, a year ago. But Jeff Watson a, trained Brody. That's all I know. There's a, there's a um, actor out there that wrangles sharks. It's trained sharks for acting. No, this is like this is such. I'm so, I'm glad I keep talking about because what a great joke. It's so funny. I wish there was the shark actors. I'm still trying. It's so sad. 
I think sharks are, are very attractive and very great. Do you think it's weird when Warren stays behind, but then when they get out, he goes, guys, have a blast out there. Looks like you're having a hell of a time. I oh, wish I could join you. And then he gets into the hidden nuclear submarine under the boat and rides to safety. <laughs> By the way, at some point in this film, Warren Buffet. Apparently. Yeah, the sharks seem to, at one point, the sharks are zooping around his ship. They can't wait. There's like more than one. Little guys, though. Cuties. Yeah, but they're they they smell they smell desperation and and fear, and making their stomachs growl. The sharks have how many stomachs? The sharks got. I gotta ask Billy Ocean. No idea. One. They just have one. Yeah, I'm guessing. I mean, Richard Dreyfuss cuts one open. So um, one of the things they do constantly in this movie is when they fear something, they don't have many supplies to share, and so you know, two of the characters have one flipper each, which is cute. <laughs> And then Luke has actually the one pair of like goggles, you know, like kind of a face mask goggles, and he constantly is using it to look underwater to make sure the coast is clear, so to speak. And he keeps peeping underwater. At first, it's just he keeps seeing blue water walls. Great song. Late, later on, he's seeing shark when he does it. <laughs> <laughs> but he, try, he tries to pass it off as not that big of a deal. Eh, maybe I may have seen. I don't know. I might have seen something. He, I like. He keeps like he'll swim. You know, like maybe two strokes. Peep underwater, do another stroke and a half, do a quick peep, turn around, peep, and then continue. They're not getting, they're not in a hurry in this movie. I guess one of the things is they're worried if they cause too much commotion, if they swim too fast, it'll attract the sharks. I got news for them, Nick. Yeah. The sharks like the slow swimming as well. (laughs) (laughs) He sold them a bill of goods, though, when he said it'll take him like, what, three or four hours to go 12 miles? Oh, they yell at him later about this, yes. (laughs) Yeah, they're not going very fast. Now, it, what struck me as kind of interesting in this, when the sharks, the shark starts to attack them, they still swim slow. I'm like, guys, it's time to speed it up, you know? <laughs> shark seeing you. You know, I guess they're trying to hide in the water. The shark never attacks them when they're in a group, though. It only attacks them when somebody strays off. It's not true. It's true. Is it? Matt gets taken out when he's out there stretching around. I saw that, but when does uh, his girlfriend get taken out? I thought she got zooped from the group. Sorry. <laughs> I think she does. It's it's too hard to remember. Just watched it. They're at sea for a while, and they see this hump in the distance. Oh, yeah. This is my, this is my favorite part. Because <laughs> the filmmakers are, are basically looking at the running time, looking at their budget, looking at their watch, looking at the script. Mm. Like We need to get something to happen here. So floating up ahead is this little hump. Is it an island? Hell no. No. It might be a turtle. Sea turtle, right? Mm -hmm. Big one. Yep. So Matt is very intrigued by this. He did not watch the shallows and realize you don't want to go near feeding sites. Right. They go up to this turtle, and they try to build some suspense as they slowly rotate the shell. And I kept waiting for Mario to jump on it, but it never happened. And... What's what's on the other side of that shell? It's like a decaying, gross, dead turtle splooge, I guess. What it's, is it? It's a it's a headless, front armless turtle. Like the, something had taken a bite over the front mid, the front of that beeb. I don't know if they take a bite or is it just like decaying and it died and it's just floating out there and rotting. It's Let gross. Me zoom what in. I, it got yeah. bit. You think so? Yeah, big time. It looked pretty gross. Um, and then everybody's thrown off by the rotting turtle. They don't a take that as I've been waiting to hear on this show. They don't take that as a, as a good omen. And they say, the water's weird, you know. I don't like it in he- out here anymore. We were having a blast. Now this? But before this happens, our, 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 the friend character, Matt, he tells everybody, because they really are having a party out there. And Matt is married to the other one. 
Yeah, either they're either dating or married. Susie, married. And um, he kind of tells everybody, uh, you know, the little small talk that when he is working out, how he breaks through the pain barrier is he thinks about sex. And he pushes through any, including foreplay, as he said. And his wife was like, oh my goodness. Like, she's she's kind of intrigued, but laughing. And then he says, and what I really like to do when I see a decaying turtle, I also, that's how I break through the, anyway, yeah. So he, that's the last kind of fun moment these characters have is laughing at his uh, his gym regimen, well, the, gym the, fantasies. And he's the least gym-looking person in the movie. But it's not shredded. The thing that was strange to me is they haven't watched movies where you know once you have in a horror movie like this, mm-hmm. don't have a big laugh because whenever you have a big laugh, something's about to go shit. That's when the things start zipping in the water. You keep seeing these lines in the water, these like, and they, that's a really strange effect, I think. And they're all weirded out because they don't know what kind of creatures making the water zip. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they have happen upon the turtle anyway. And then what happens? Nothing. Everything's fine. Right. Everything's good. Pretty good. What happened? Let's do the work. What happened? <laughs> Mac gets eaten. Is he going to have to get his little his little wakeboard that went away? So a mean old a mean old shark appears, and you know our little peeper guy Luke. He starts looking underwater, and he sees it, and he's pu- he's peeping through bodies. You know, they keep sh- showing him going underwater to look, and he and he does see a shark, which is their worst fear. And after the the shark seems to go away, Matt realizes that he has to get killed, and so he sees. <laughs> This kickboard, one of their foam kickboards, kind of off in the distance, he swims towards it. And what happens? Snack time. Yeah, the shark has a meat coot with one of his legs. Shark eats his leg, and then he resurfaces, and he says, my leg's missing, or it's gone, and he's got blood all around him, and the character's trying to help him, and he tells them heroically to go, to leave, because he's going to die, and he does. (laughs) then Then the shark will eat him, and they can get away. I love that scene a lot because he, he's very matter-of-factly, knows that his leg is no longer a friend of his. Mm-hmm. And he's telling them, you're right, he's like, get the F out. I'm useless to you now. Let me do something good because I'm mm-hmm. not enjoying everything that's happening to me right now. This is the second worst day of my life right now. They don't listen. Actually, that's what I hate about this is every time somebody gets imperiled, they feel compelled to go ruin it by trying to save them or help them. They're done. You can't compete. They, yeah, and luckily, then, and- they learn their lesson eventually. He's like, his leg's missing. He's like, this is so painful. I got a picture of me doing doggy style. Hold on, guys. And, um, but the thing is, this this is based on a, um, that actually happened in the real story where the a character got injured by a shark and then swam away from the group. So the shark would, I think, or something like that. So the shark would follow him instead of the group. And the shark said, I go 30 miles an hour. You go zero. Yeah. You can wait. I got plenty of time to pick So Mac, up. as they're swimming away, Mac gets kind of ripped uh, and, and pulled underwater again by the shark. He's already gone. He's already left this uh, this earthly realm. But I do love it earlier when they had their first brush with scares. One of them mm-hmm. screams, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> As if it's, it's something that you could do. Right. They're like, get, let's get the fuck out of here. And then they doggy paddle. At they do negative s- four miles. An they hour. do sell that panic quite well. I mean, that's that's a tough situation they're in. They're, it's a hopeless situation. And they respond I think realistically, were they having body shakes, panic attacks, and then the, their numbers Paralysis start to dwindle. Too. Dwindle. Yep. But then so, it's fine, right? Then ever after this, after this sacrifice of one of their own, Shark's like, "Fine." He's like, "I'm out, guys. Appreciate this." No, I love though, though, because when he goes underwater, mm-hmm. they are screaming his name furiously. Of course. As if he'll surf and say, "I'm right here, guys. Don't." Well, that's what you do, right? 
I don't think I'd I like do. to think if this happened to us, and this is a fear of mine now that if you and I are somehow out in the ocean, then we get into shark trouble somehow, and then we both realize that we did Jaw Lie and Jawgust, and that's our last thoughts if we made fun of shark movies as we're going to about to get torn apart. I think, yes, we would die. But can you imagine the clicks on these episodes? <laughs> Listen to these idiots making light. They got torn in 23rds. They found kneecaps. They're yep. done. I'd like to think uh, I'd be able to maybe befriend a shark that was that was or distracted enough that it would get bored. You know, something like that. Maybe play one of our episodes for it, and it would just start terrified swimming away from us. If you know, you, you watch it drag Instagram off of its uh, desktop. <laughs> the one thing I do appreciate around maybe just Australian sharks is they they tend to eat people in the order of connection to Matt. So That's true. The wife is. Distru- she's disturbed that her husband is no more and kind of takes it out on Luke a little bit, makes him feel pretty bashful about bringing them all out into the graveyard. Yeah, I think Luke, he has that nice moment where he goes, is my plan not good, guys? Can I, I couldn't tell yet. Is it? Is this plan, give it, could you give it like an A to death rating? She's like, if I had a cell phone, I'd be on TripAdvisor right this minute. And then one of the characters tells him it's not your fault. His Yeah, the other girl. Kind of is. It's a shark's fault. I'd just say they could have stayed on the boat. Right. He convinced everybody to swim toward nothingness. Although if the film had chosen to linger with uh, Warren, they would be dipping beneath the surface and she'd be saying, it's your fault. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Matt dies like a puss. He mm-hmm. just he's fades out right in their hands right there. Oh, you mean he dies of his wounds? Yeah. Yeah. That's quick. He, he dies quick and horrible. Poor guy. Yeah, and then they decided that... It's nighttime, so they should just fall asleep well, can together. I, can we just linger one more minute, though? Cause on Matt? I, yeah. Okay. They get far away from Matt. Matt's off in the distance for a while. Yeah, he's floating. And then you see <laughs> a delighted shark snapping up the rest. Yeah, he's just somersaults on him. It's kind of cute. As a child would do to, like with a stuffed animal. You know, that's what the shark does with Matt. You know who I, I think uh, put out that story about that sharks don't like the way people taste? Yeah. A shark. I think they love it. I guess. I mean, they definitely bite. Them. Maybe they don't eat people, but they definitely bite them. Cause lots of pain. Um, later on, when Susie goes down, there's a shot of her body being delighted upon by various sea beings. Oh, yeah. They all come in for the... There's a, there's a ton of, I guess, bluefish or tuna or whatever going to town on it. And then at the bo- down there's a ball of blood. Somebody's snacking out there. Taste be damned. We to live. You know, the idea of sharks eating things for taste makes me laugh. It's like they're, you know, we're backtrack real quick. She died in this. (laughs) (laughs) I must have missed that scene. She's sure she I thought she was it was unclear. Here's the one part of the film that completely takes me out of reality. Okay, they find they surprisingly they survive the night. I don't know how they fall asleep. They survive the night. I got a newsflash for them. There ain't no way they're falling asleep. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't fall asleep if I see like a weird thing on TV sometimes. If you're out in the middle of the ocean and it's shark to say your friend, I imagine it's not time to catch a nap. I, I disagree. If you swim in 0.5 miles out of 12, yeah. you're tired. You're tired, yeah. and, probably, and probably the adrenaline coming down from that maybe makes you tired. And sure. the water's a little cooler now that Matt's blood isn't out there keeping it right. nice and, and they were And they were chewing on sleep gummies and melatonin capsules or over there. Yeah, they were trying. They yeah. had a little NyQuil. I thought yeah, it was weird good. that all of a sudden they had pillows. 
It's very strange. Luke's got a little knit cap over his head. It's adorable. But they wake up. First of all, I was expecting to wake up and one of them not being there. Me too. That's what they kind of make you believe that's going to happen. Because you don't see Susie at first. Right. Then you do. And then here's where it doesn't, it doesn't really sing with me. They find a rock. They do. That is above water. And they could fit on it. All three asses can fit out there. They do, yep. And they're there for less than two minutes. Yeah. The, you think that they would just chill on the rock forever? If it were me, my story would be, well, I guess I live on a rock now. I don't care that there's a, a, a somewhat civilized, I mean, minor mm-hmm. island yeah. about, I don't know, what do you say, 800 yards away? I'm on a rock that's, gonna, that's shark-free. I live, on a, I live on a rock now. There's a dolphin that shows up. In all these movies, there's always like a dolphin jump scare or a dolphin scare. Like you think it's the shark, but it's just a dolphin saying hello. That dolphin is sort of an accomplice in this. And so I love that the dolphin comes and then... And then later, another fin pops up, and then poor Susie's like, is that the dolphin still? It is not. And she it finds is... out firsthand. Yeah, she tries to get a close-up look. I think she also maybe like tries to fetch some foam. They're always going after their little kickboards in this, right? No, Luke goes to get one at one point. Yeah, that's right, after Susie passes. She dies of natural uh, causes. Allegedly, right, allegedly. Mm-hmm. You do get a lot of shots. Like, this is the big thing in these movies. You get a lot of shots of those dangling legs I was talking about. A lot of You see a lot of legs in this. Because you get, you get the shark perspective, and they're looking up. It's like spaghetti hanging out down. You know, they're going up like Lassie. I don't right. know. You know, it's, it's like, um, it's just something that they just love to get eat those hanging legs. You know, bite at them. Obviously, this, this is about a decade old, maybe a little bit longer. 2010? Um, but we still had cell phones in it. That's, it there's this, there's not, not a cell phone in this movie. You know, it's so strange. And this is, I guess this is me being naive. Mm-hmm. But... It's weird to think that you could go on something pleasurable and then have zero options but dying that quickly. Right. And I understand if you're, if you're at a cottage and a mm-hmm. volcano erupts and you're surrounded by lava and then eventually you become smaller. I understand right. that. Or I understand if you go whitewater rafting and, and it gets up, you know, turned upside down and you're pinned on the rocks underneath. There's not a lot you can do. Most of the things that happen when, that ha- when there's an event like that, you crawl to safety, you make a call, people rescue you. This... The bottom falls out. You're done. For sure. It's making me rethink my dream ship. It shouldn't. Okay, good. That's what I'm saying is, like, this is a rare, it's supposed to be kind of a rare thing. Remember, like, Ocean Reynolds or whatever her name is. She's out there swimming next to Grandma Shark. Actually, you're much more likely to get killed by probably jelly, a Portuguese man of war or a, some sort. Like, one of those, those uh, every sea snake is more venomous than you can possibly imagine. Really? Sea snakes, huh? Sea snakes are a 100% murder in the water. <sighs> Where are those... In the beneath the surface, but where like? Oh, like they're where, all over town. They're not. Where 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 would you find one? Where would you be afraid of one? You in the water, anywhere. Anywhere there's sea snakes. If it's a what sea are you snake, talking about? What are you? I don't. I never, like saltwater snakes mm-hmm. are one hundred percent the death of you. I don't. I never. I never heard this. They hate everything about you. They're super deadly. So the, I never hear people getting bit by a saltwater snake and dying because they don't. They're not alive to tell the tale, but they're done. Are you making it up? Uh, you, you know, oh, my God. Saltwater poison snakes? How venomous is a sea snake? Sea snakes venomous. More toxic than land snakes? Yeah. Oh, God. And in Australia, you take that and you multiply it because every single creature in Australia is out to get you. And now Blake is one of our delightful listeners. I know, I know you're out there, Blake. You're one of the best that's ever happened. Back me up on this. Everything there has a huge rager. I'm going to read about these because I need something new to be scared about. <laughs> so Susie, unfortunately, finds uh, finds out just how uh, heaven, she finds the truth, whatever it may be. She finds out quick. 
She says that, that right before that, she's like, guys, I've got to do something. I'm going to transform myself into a blood cloud and hide. And that's the last thing you hear of her. So I'm just assuming she's fine. Well, she's as she's glugging under the surface, she, she switches her status to newly single. And then it's the last we hear of her. She doesn't make it. And at this point, Kate's beside herself. Well, this is what's going on. And somehow Luke convinces her to still jet to that island. So when they wake up, they do see an island. We didn't talk about this. When they wake up from their nap, they do, after the distance, they see like a little like a little tiny island that they have to swim towards. And there's a structure on it, mm-hmm. which tells me that it's not a newly... They didn't just discover something. Yeah, it's got some kind of post on it or something. And they, and Luke goes, we're safe, guys. Let's just swim over there. It should be, should be easy. Let's make sure we do slow-mo, though. Keep it slow-mo. Let's not try to do anything rash and swim quickly toward that island. I think people underestimate how a shark knows its domain. If you're sitting still in the water, it hears your vibes, man. It knows... It hears your heart beeping. It knows what's going on. It, I know it, you're... They actually take great pleasure in, in, in watching you try to outwit nature. Um, did you know that... Um, did you see this part? And I know it probably grossed you out, but poor um, uh, Kate's got a foot, foot wound. Stepped on a coral. She's got a gigantic foot wound. And then Luke patches it up when she likes that. And she tells him, she goes, I love you, Luke. She finally admits that she loves him. She finally declares her love. And, and he says, why? Why now? And she's like, I just, I always fall in love with someone that comp- has a, a huge fail. Gigantic. I'm so attracted to the gigantic fail. She's like, I spent so much time loving you that I didn't work out my upper arm strength to pull people off of rocks. So they <laughs> they decide to take a catastrophic swim to the island. <laughs> they do, and you know, Luke's still peeping underwater. He keeps that up. Here come your boy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they uh, skedaddle toward the main island, this main island, and, and Luke desperately pushes his girlfriend's ass so she can clutch something. Please, please get up so I can have a turn to, to climb so I can try to get up it too. She takes her sweet time. She pulls out her phone and checks her uh, archived email messages. <laughs> and uh, she finally gets up there. He's like, now pull me up. And the shark says, mm, nah. The angle that the shark is going at, it looks like it's going to go nowhere near him. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of att- like next to a rock. I didn't know sharks ate things up against rocks. Yeah, me neither. I thought at one point, like, because it, it's so hard to climb that part. You maybe go start swimming around the side and try to find a, a different place to, to get up there. You know, I know, like, it's a movie and we just have to have this scene because it's, it's panic time. But, I don't know, go around. Uh, in the true story, she he gets her up on the rock, but he touches her ass when he does and she slaps him. You watch your frisky hands, sh- Mr. Slap. And that the reverb. Shark? <laughs> the reverb of her smashing face, the shark's eyes light up. And so then Luke gets zooped under, and here's the thing about him. He doesn't get a resurface. Everybody else gets bit and gets to resurface and uh, go, ow. No, Luke does not. And that pissed me off because Luke was my favorite. He was the only person in this movie that showed any true hero- heroism, who di- who got shit done, who was proactive, who kept his cool, and constantly got his people, they got their shit together so that they could move on to the next murder. Yeah, and then wow. what happens to Luke? He, he, he lets her go up in the rock to live forever. Mm. He is carried away, and he is horrifically torn apart by the entire ocean. Yeah, he doesn't make it. And uh, she. the movie ends with her screaming and crying, and then the credits come up and say she was saved a few hours later. 
Uh, Warren was never found, though. And we we do get a, a shot of him at one point. I thought they were going to keep revisiting his story because the last time you I see him, to, yeah. you see him, they, he's like kind of giving the ocean the side eye because there's a bunch of creatures in there. He's like, I don't like this. The thing I love is mm-hmm. the uh, the end credit could have said, a couple of hours later, a boat saw all three people sitting on that small rock and rescue them. But no, yeah, it didn't because they were dumb and got off the cute rock. Right, but I think maybe th- there was some kind of phone or something kind of some kind of communication device on the island that they do did get to. Remember, there was some kind of man-made stuff on the island, and so maybe she was able to radio into the mainland. So that's what you weren't suspecting. No, but then if you notice down in the bottom, there's a switchboard mm-hmm. operated by a shark, just rerouting everything to the man killer. Right, and he's like, "Oh, okay, thank you for giving me the old prox." Mm-hmm. But I do love it. Just like my favorite thing in these movies, as soon as she's safe credits yep oh yeah this is the maybe the most stark example of this out of all the movies credits come up immediately mid cry for her it's over guys she's not gonna die so we can end the movie now i wonder i wonder if that person if she uh is thrilled if she's gotten her act together she's gone back out to see i I would like to think that a lesson was learned Mm -hmm. she's a different person now because of that that series of events you mean single she's definitely single and she also Mm -hmm. has less gifts to buy Around holiday time. That's true, yeah. Yeah, was that her brother? I think it might have... Was that her brother? Yeah, that was her brother, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's the end of the reef, Nick. Starting to get a little tired of all this shark mayhem, I will admit. I don't like to see sharks having such a blast and tearing apart people. I promise once we're through Shark Timber, we'll be fine. What? I I bet there's a a show that just does shark movies, but gotta be. There's podcasts for everything, right? Of course. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's a bunch of stuff out there. If you think of something, there's somebody doing that. Maybe we should do that. We could just pivot. I don't want to do that, but maybe we should. I mean, obviously, this has been such a success. You guys do a podcast about movies where they use scotch tape? That's fucking strange, man. Look, that buzzing sound you hear ain't no fucking blowfish dehaling. It's a fucking tattoo gun. You got to get something from the old reef put on your body. Definitely. Well, mine is interesting. Kind of play on the title. You got, this is like a tattoo of a shark. And just like in like a kind of a marijuana haze, just looking like, uh, you know, like a, and got a, got a big blunt in its mouth, but it's like a leg. And the, this, instead of like the little cigarette burn, the little, it's like a bloody stump, mm-hmm. you know, and the little squiggly smoke lines coming from it underneath reef and er madness. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. a little play on the title. High as a kite shark smoking a leg blunt. What do you think? I like it. Marijuana haze. I'm going to have the tattoo artist do like a little green haze around its right. beautifully shaped head. And the shark's got like like hypnotic eyes that's all drunk out. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one, man. That's an actual tattoo I expect someone to see. You know, have. Yeah. Mine's similar. It's a shot of a fishing boat at sea. Sure. Real close in, though. And a fisherman's got these giant binoculars up to his eyes, and they're called, it says hotties only. And he's... <laughs> He's looking on. You can see he's searching. He's searching the horizon, mm-hmm. and in the reflected into the lens of the binoculars, on you know into the glass, we see that island with her sitting on it. <laughs> and she's like dis- destroyed, destroyed. Dis- oh, she's dis- crying, but he, she's a hottie, and he and he, right. he found her. I guarantee, if Luke was on that island, they would have cranked that engine to full full mast and took off. You think so? Luke was yeah. a good looking dude. You're talking about the looks of Zoe Naylor, Nick. He was all about it. Little trivia question: What mm. character played, or, or in what movie did an actor play Nick Naylor? Nick Naylor. Yeah, same spelling. 
Sounds beautiful familiar. blonde actor, beautiful windswept blonde hair. Okay. Beautiful chin, just a good-looking dude. Please don't be talking about Army Hammer. No, 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 no. But since you mentioned him, we could unfairly malign in a documentary coming out. Um, Aaron Eckhart, ladies and gentlemen. Nick Naylor. Naylor. Was yeah. it Aaron Brockovich or something? Where no. was it? What's Thank this? you for What's... smoking. Thank you for smoking, Nick Naylor. Nick okay. Naylor justifies everything and i think if back I'm not when everybody mistaken, was excited about jason reitman's career if i'm not mistaken donald mm-hmm. logue plays a character with the last name nailer in zodiac as well does he really donald logan shark knight if we do it by the way holy shit this might have we may have just sealed our fate okay so movie's over credits have rolled quickly but there's a little treat at the end what you got the shark is this is the extra scene right mm-hmm. this is the credit scene the shark wakes all of a sudden wakes up at the bottom of the ocean jolts awake on its back. It's like, what? It wakes up and looks, startles awake because it had this dream and realizes that all the mayhem, all the killing that happened was a dream that it had. That's it, this, all this was a dream, Nick, and sees, up, and sees a, a set of four legs dangling up there and is relieved because he does actually get to do it again. Gets to actually live his dream of eating. What do you think? It's good. I love the idea of what a shark dream would look like. Maybe he was. I, I could have made it sweeter and say that he, he like he's a vegetarian shark or something, and that didn't really happen. That's kind of. I don't want to see these people get hurt. Uh, I don't like that part of the well, movie. It, it only happened in real life to their real I don't bodies. Don't want that happen either. Mine is uh, pretty simple. The um, credits roll, and then we hear a little popping sound, like a squishy popping sound. Okay. And middle of the sea, we see that turtle shell, and we see him push the fake Gru from the front of the shell into the sea, and the real the rest of him pops back out coast is clear looking around it's like did i did i make it did uh did matt die for my sins yeah and, and the turtle winks at the camera and, and paddles off into the distance it's like i can't believe i'm i'm good and you start swimming towards warren oops <laughs> i didn't know like that's the one thing a, a very strange thing in this movie the turtle shows out there floating it was a gigantic turtle well the ocean builds things big but we never even see any other really. Maybe when they go, at we the see island, a swimming they, turtle at the very beginning of the movie. Beginning, right? They see it snorkeling, but we don't see any more big turtles out there underwater. I, and stop. I noticed when they, because obviously they use real footage of the real creeps out there, mm-hmm. mostly real shark footage, if not all. When they're on the rock and they're about to go back into the uh, the sea for some stupid reason, uh-huh. Luke looks down there with his binocs again, is his mask, yeah, and there is a little shark. I see a little, like, a, a blackfin shark down there. I don't care. He saw it. He should have said, you know what? This rock is my house now. But anyway, yeah, pretty good zoom. Uh, they've uh, financed a sequel to The Reef. Oh, have they? He's pounded through escrow's bones and is ready for you. Oh, my God. And they did, stu- they did just do one. Okay. This is your sequel. Mine's called, it's like an, advent- it's an adventure story. It's called Raise the Boomerang. Sort of like Raise the Titanic an adventure story of a group of very ne'er-do-well daredevil types who go out there to put a bunch of inflatable bags under the wreckage of the boomerang and and the difficulty that the water you know there's a lot of challenges to try to raise sure. a ship like that usually yeah, you just yeah. let them rot down there we're talking about an hour and a half of just hard skill and labor man these guys are pounding it down there trying all sorts of things they finally get it to sur- to surface mm-hmm. Boop! and a closet opens up <gasps> arm pops out He's safe and the f- it gets a little political which some people probably won't like, but he comes out, spits out a little bit of water, and says, is Trump gone yet? <laughs> kind of weird, but uh, I thought kind of a neat thing that Warren made it. So he's been down there for, what, eight years then? Yeah. This movie takes place, I don't know if it takes, where it takes, I don't know what year it takes place, but. 
He he found a way to kind of human centipede himself down there, mm -hmm. just kind of rotate food through and out. How did you survive so long? You're underwater for weeks. Third lung. That third lung, man. Just like Billy Ocean? What's well, awesome, man. I love this that Warren lives in the sequel. Mine is a little different than yours. It's it's centered on Kate and she is taking He's playing the long game, Justin. <laughs> did I interrupt yours? No, no. And she's trained for five years. She's become an incredible swimmer. She's worked out. She has a uh, work with a lab to create experimental skin. Whoa! To like that is the you know they, the beginning of the movie. Harvey she's, Weinstein thinks all skin is. She's got her sleeve rolled up. She's like, do it, do it. And somebody has a a bear trap, and they they put it on her arm. They, they spring it on her arm, and it breaks in half. She's like, perfect. She goes out, knife and teeth. She's starting to hunt down the shark that took out her group. And we see the most most of the stories told from the shark's perspective. Perspective, he's scared as fuck. He's terrified because he does try to bite her at one point. Doesn't work. Breaks a tooth, and the whole rest of the movie is screaming underwater and running away from her. <laughs> but she's got little propellers on her shoes, and she's just as fast as that shark. So she's in hot pursuit. He doesn't know what to do. Right. Broke a tooth, and he is like, you know, this is they do some CGI. This they do put some CGI shark tears in this one, Nick. So yeah, this is. It's kind of like you know reverse shark movie. I like the fact that she had the ability to create experimental skin. Mm -hmm. Couldn't bring a bigger weapon, knife and teeth. Subtitle she is "Self You, Self You, Shark." I like to fuck up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> this, I mean, that's the reverse shark movie. This may be something that's actually a marketable idea. Money's pounded through your account, and you have the ability to do a business associated with the reef. I'm just gonna make I'm gonna make a mannequin leg danglers that you can put in your pool or your or in any kind of open water, you know. And maybe mm -hmm. that's like a decoy. If you're scared of sharks, get a group of about 15 or 16 sets of legs mm -hmm. tied together, and then you know put those beside you. And so, or you can even be in the middle of it. And so, at least if a shark comes up and zoops you, one out of, I don't know what's the what's the math on that? 15 out of 16 chance you make it? Is right. that right? That's wrong, right? You know what I'm talking about. I like the idea of somebody going on a, a trip to shark-infested water saying, I can invest in these fake legs that are more expensive than a raft or a raft. <laughs> well, if you want to swim out there, I'm saying if you, want to, <laughs> if you want to swim and enjoy the serene ocean, you, know, you just have to strap on 15 sets of extra legs, right? wade out into the water, and right. cross your fingers, hope for the best. What if you're so unlucky... Shark gets it right, you know. Got that just just nails you right first off, you know. I envision the shark's vision not unlike the predator. You think so? No heat coming off them fake danglers, you know. You we would fill the the. I didn't mention this, but the legs would be filled with uh, blood, uh, animal blood, bat blood, you know, squirrel right. blood, yeah. like a mixture, the cheapest blood you can find, and yeah, that would. And you could have to put little pellets in it to keep it fresh. Better but. yet, what better use for the blood of the diseased? Mm -hmm. Oh, you got a, you got AIDS. We can't do trans. We can't take Jesus. your blood. At, no, I'm saying we God. can't take your blood here at the Red Cross. But I got just the spot. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've got you're, you've got whatever special disease, blood disease. Oh, it's toxic and, and you hate just it. Just like Morbius, like the blood disorder. It's just like Morbius. Yeah, if you got you got Morbius blood, put them in the put them in my shark legs, please. I, here, let me pop the cork off the top of the stump. We can just refill it with the the blood that we got in here. Yeah, I I have a side business where I do a blood filled Morbius that you sit on in the sea <laughs> that the shark can enjoy. 
the controversy of my company, they find out we're using healthy blood, actual blood, uh, right. buying it from hospitals to fill up their shark legs. I'll get I'll get defiant on it. Fuck, we're serving a purpose. We're right. fulfilling a need. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I I mean I digress. By the way, a leg filled with blood is like probably fifty pounds. A manicure leg filled with blood. Yeah. Let's just be real. I'm not using uh, actual legs. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, th- I was thinking of like a, a, a the thick rubber, but that's even yeah. You got some heavy mm-hmm. shit you're bringing out to sea with you. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine seeing being at the dock and seeing a guy loading fourteen <laughs> <laughs> blood filled legs onto a boat? Well, you know, do you know that like it's uh, got sus- it's got must suspenders. Be going swimming. <laughs> they're, all, they're all tied together and they got suspenders. You get in the middle and put them all around you like a <laughs> like a grass skirt and get to the water. And it immediately pulls you down to your death. It's so heavy, you know. I mean, that's not we've we've tested this. That's not going to happen. They they float. It's your insurance policy if you're scared of sharks. And then Ocean Reynolds finds <laughs> out that. <laughs> Sharks can indeed giggle underwater. <laughs> I think we those spent are, like those are mozzarella sticks to him. <laughs> oh, she, little appetite! Oh, look at this Applebee uh, get to eat twice. You see it? It's nudging its friends in the sea. Look at this shit. I wonder if Ocean Reynolds would strap on some of those for us as she's swimming aside, Grandma Shark. I have something sort of similar. I have a, it's a big water soluble pill. It's about the size of a frisbee. Okay. And it's called Shark Sad. <laughs> and what you do is you drop it in the ocean when you're swimming and it dissolves and it, and it's just filled with just stuff sharks. It pisses them out. Okay. Makes them, yeah, it makes them sad as fuck. It's like creates a cloud of doubt around you. Shark signals are mixed, it's sad. And you're able to frolic about. It's a, it's. I haven't gotten the patent yet because it's made of sulfuric acid. Okay. So most of the people come out as bones. What are you looking for? I'm looking at what her real last name is. I'm listening to you though. I don't think it's Reynolds, but I love that we're calling her Ocean Reynolds. Oh, Brownwall, big time. There nice. she is, Ocean Ramsey. <laughs> I was, I was close. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I meant the other marine biologist, it Ocean be, Reynolds. It might be better. It might be better. <laughs> Ocean Ramsey? We have to issue an apology and a clarification in a, in on this show. a huge battle for funding dollars with C. With C. <laughs> O'Donnell, who feels like she was there first. <laughs> Look, you're in the movie. You get to be a part of the running time of the reef. How's there? What shape does your performance take? Hold on for a second. No, this just they came up with her wedding. She got, she got married to Waters O'Hurley. You're in the movie, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just play uh what's who's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Um is it Splinter? Who's the guy that the, trains the rat them? trainer? Yeah, Splinter. Splinter. I'm I'm Splinter. I'm, I'm at one point like after that turtle scene, they cut to the mainland, New York City, wherever the turtles live in the sewer. And he, you know, we get you got Leonardo's there and Rude, Rude Raff and Donatello and Splinter goes. Any, anyone see Michelangelo? And that's it. They just cut back to the action in the reef. That's it. They get my character. By Golden Harvest, big time. So I'm Luke's twin brother. Obviously, I'm hiding on the other side of that island, just creep down just in case. Yeah. I hear a bunch of splashing, 
when it kind of quiets down, I kind of douse myself with water and I come running up all panting. Woo! Like, <laughs> I made it and I'm I'm engorged. How do we solve this? And 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 Kate's beside herself. Next thing you know, OG Luke also beside himself down down in the depths. <laughs> <laughs> how do we solve this? I, <laughs> how is a twin brother? I'm trying to get my mind around this. He heard about them going on to sea. He kind of put two and two together, and he jetted over to that island to creep behind a rock just in case she uh, was in love with Luke again. He was dead, and she needed to think that Luke was still alive and to have some sex. I, I get that part of it. I'm just I'm trying to figure out how he's around. <laughs> I understand that part. <laughs> just, is he in a boat? Has he been like watching the action, waiting for this to happen? He has Wait. a perfectly good boat. Uh, he, he rides it to the island and then smashes it apart once he's there. Erase the evidence. <laughs> And he he's, he's sort of peeks over and he sees what, what Luke looks like as he's being cast to sea. He's like, oh, he's wearing the blue trunks. I quickly switched to the blue trunks. Joke's on him. He didn't have to smash that ship. I mean, the island could have a ship on the other side. <laughs> I didn't say he was through. Luke's smarter twin brother. Yeah, well, let's yeah. play the long game here. Okay. Look, you got to take uh, something from this movie as inspiration and incorporate mm-hmm. it into your life somehow. Yeah, that's a good question. What did you learn from it? I mean, what did you learn from this movie? Do you learn anything about yourself? That's I'm asking these questions aloud to you as well as me. Not really. No, I kind of just watched it. But I tell you, what I've learned from this really is don't let something go unsaid, you know? Right. You never know when your boat is going to suddenly pulverize, you know, mm-hmm. figuratively, metaphorically. So don't mm-hmm. let anything go unsaid. Okay. Let people know how you feel because God knows your, your boat may, you, you may be going to make breakfast and then shit breaks loose. Yeah, metaphorically and, you know, both. Truly, so like, yeah, that's a good lesson. It's just, you're you're being super real right now. Can you give me a for example? I don't know. I'd call Paul Haggis, call get his number and call Paul Haggis. They go fuck yourself, you bald shithole. <laughs> I would definitely call the 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 majority of Donald Sutherland's children. Just call them in the middle of the night. They pick up. Rosef, what DF? Hang up. So so this is like this the shark. This movie has taught you to troll more. This is what it's what you're getting at. Well, I, I don't mean to be too too real, but boats have a trolling motor. What about DS himself? Would you would you call him Don no. Southern? What we've what already gotten, say? we've we're already square. <laughs> well, thank God. Thanks for know? showing your ball sack when you're wearing that. Was <laughs> it na- Animal House? Whatever. I would just like I'm gonna the, the one thing I'm gonna do is before I dip toe into like anything uh, in big body of water, I am gonna brush up on. Sea snakes for sure, but I'm also going to brush up on some snark, shark attack hacks. If you do get set upon by sharks, what do you do? Because right. I, I, what we've learned in these films is they're do, everybody's doing the wrong thing. And right. some of that stuff is... You ever hear, like, if you ever get like pulled into quicksand, for example, you're supposed to kind of go backwards to where you came in. Try to go backwards. And then you're also trying to pull your body out enough where you lay like, flat on the mud or the, the sand or whatever. There's like a little, there's quicksand hacks. There's got to be shark attack hacks too. Yeah, I was looking that up while you were talking. And the, the number one hack says lose in the water, it says. Come in like, second, it says. Cut off your hand and throw it? Do you know? Like something like that. But, you know, I don't know what you would do, but there's got to be some kind of tips. Shark attack hacks. And people a lot of times do survive shark attacks. And they have to fucking turn to some inspirational story, unfortunately. Of course. Look, you're on an island. You've been there all these many years gathering debris from films, and now it's time to take something from the reef. What you bringing? That's a good question. I've got all the others. Huh? 
I got the others with me. I got the other flipper. Got the okay. other mask. All the things that were left behind. All the things that would have completed the ensemble for them. I've got them all in an igloo cooler. Like, <laughs> these would have helped a ton. But they weren't me now. Between the lot of it, I've got a full set, man. I could go out and do some shit if I want to. Sure. I got all the other. Everything that they don't. And I pride myself on it. I mean, I they weren't they, they sh- didn't they I have a set of need. Flip- they have a set of flippers. They just split them between them. Yeah, but they had more than. Are you kidding? How many? You got, how many? You got extra, how many flippers okay. went down? Right. They needed eight flippers. I got six. I got twelve. Wow. There were flippers for days in that boat. I got flippers of every shape and color. I got those ones that are translucent that you gotta be jealous of, where you could see the feet outline, but oh, except yeah, the yeah, translucent. Yeah. yeah, they're like sharks, feet clothes. Sharks terrified. Wait, that looks nothing like anything I ever knew. Shark pisses its ass and pants because it's like, is that the creature from the goddamn Black Lagoon? Up in my neighborhood? Yeah. Nope. It's me with all their equipment that they need. You I even it. have I his beat-up watch that it fell off his dead hand. I feel like you're like just you're doing this to damn them, which I don't love to hear. There is a slight bit of contempt I hold for their survived. Fair enough, yeah. They didn't make it. I did. I'm torn. I was going to take Matt's sexual thoughts that he uses to break through the pain barrier. I, I don't feel he got specific enough, so I feel like I can't take those. I'm... I don't know what he what he was wilding on during the wor- the workout sessions. Mm-hmm. If it if it doesn't in- involve like office sex, I'm out. I tap out. You right. know. No, you I uh, you work from home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm gonna take the kick the ha- in half kickboard. Remember the two? Nope. Well, you, I got you, it. Well, no, no, but I'm gonna take the other half. You just took half of it. No, I had the half they don't have. Well, I take the half they do. But, but they died, and now I have it. No, you can't take. You said you got half. I got. I got. But they don't have it anymore. What's that mean? They're in the shark's colon. I have it. Yeah, but I got the. I got half the kickboard. You can't take both halves. You said you took half of it. I took what they have, but the thing is, they have no belongings anymore. They're in hell. Well, I'm going to negotiate with you so I can take the half the kickboard. Thank you for giving it to me. It's very generous of you. I'm going to use it. uh, Walk around. You're going to see me walking around my island with a gigantic half a kickboard under my chin. It's my kickbeard. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm just going to be walking around loud and proud with that thing. It's what? Is it blue, half blue, half white, I think? Yeah. I can't zoom in that hard. White on the inside of the styrofoam, mm-hmm. blue on the outside. But you know how this get, the styrofoam gets kind of squeaky whenever it gets, you know, it gets near your chin? Or I'm just squeaking around my island with a kickbeard. I win anyway, though, because mm-hmm. you, know ne- you know how I negotiate? How I'm so mm-hmm. good at it? Think about sex. <laughs> <laughs> This unrelenting, this hollow feeling 
for the next life The strongest among us try But I can't seem to find That extra gift to kiss Might as well see who I'm sharing this blue